beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Cause it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. everybody welcome to smut club i'm hannah and i am chelsea and this is where we read trashy romance novels of varying varying <laughs> varying levels of trashy <laughs> and then we tell you all about it and again then we tell you all about it some of them are trashier than others so what are we looking at today on our, our plot versus sex. More plot. We're, we're looking, so today we're reviewing Here Be Sexist Vampires um, by Suzanne Wright. We, I think it's like the second episode, second or third episode we ever did was um, Feral Sins, mm-hmm. also by Suzanne Wright. But this one is about vampires, not wolves, because I can say vampires. <laughs> and that is part of why we chose it. Because I can say it. Mm-hmm. Words are hard in pregnancy. And not in pregnancy because I wasn't. Don't blame it on that. <laughs> no. Well, the word the word woof is hard no matter when you say it. <laughs> um, but I have found other words are more difficult than I anticipated. Anyway, we're gonna learn about some vampires. Today. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. So we open with Sam. Sam. Yes. Sam is a female vampire. She is living in London, and she is a spente. So there are three different breeds of vampire. Okay. So you have spentes. They have, like, the least amount of bloodlust and tend to be, like, the most human and can kind of, like, blend the most, if you will. Mm. Um. So the, they're kind of looked down upon by, like, the other two breeds because they're like how cool are that like what are they what are, what are they really bringing to the table right they, they don't they're not as strong as us they don't have as much bloodlust as us they just can blend with humans better and that nerds. doesn't fit <laughs> nerds <laughs> <laughs> yes so those are spentes then you have kajas or k it's k e j a s sure Cages, 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 another one. It's a made up word. They're they're the special K. The special K. So the special K vampies (laughs) are known for their hypnotic beauty. Like they like draw you in. They're very like entrancing. Like all vampires are like a little extra attractive, but they're like extra Attractive. Got it. And then you have pagoris or pajoris. Feels like an Italian dish. <laughs> it's like, do you want the gnocchi or the pagoris? <laughs> P A G O R I. Pagoris, right? Girl, I don't know. Just carry on. I love the confidence in which you said that before realizing you had no fucking clue. You're like, definitely Pagoris, but also maybe not. Um, 
So they are the like the strong pejoris, I think is how I've read it. Whatever. The special peas. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. That's not what we're gonna call nope. them. Um <laughs> they have like super strength. So they're the strongest mm-hmm. of the breeds, they're the fastest of the breeds. They're like all of like the soldiers and armies and like all of that. I think it's Pagori. Yeah. We'll go with that. So Sam walks into her apartment and like automatically senses that there's another vampire there. We meet Sebastian. Uh oh. We love Sebastian. Of course, his name is Sebastian. Right. I literally am in the middle of a book right now where the male lead is Sebastian. That he's not the male lead, he's an extra in this oh. one. Okay. But it is, it's a great name that I wouldn't want to name my child. Right. Right. I can Seb. see that. Seb. Sebby. I knew a Sebastian that everybody called Bash. Oh, that's cooler. hmm Yeah. That's a lot cooler. So we meet Sebastian. He is, has a high-ranking position and works under the Grand High Master, who's like over all of the vampires on Earth, essentially. So we kind of learn the structure. There's the Grand High Master. He lives at, like, on this island in the Caribbean called the Hollow. And that's like a very like self-sufficient vampire island. And then there's high masters who like it almost seems like a president versus governor situation. I was gonna say it sounds like a governor of like a region. But like international. Right. So it's like, oh, they're the high master over Africa. Um and he's the Mm -hmm. grand high master. The grand high master over all of them is named Antonio. Mm Mm-hmm. Sebastian works directly under Antonio. And Sebastian is there because he wants to offer her a tryout for the Grand High Master's private army. He's looking to, like, build out one more legion to his army, and they want her to try out for it. But also note, like, she's a Svente, who tend to be, like, the meeker, weaker. Yes. But all vampires, when they are turned, have a special power. And we'll, we'll learn more about that as we go. I'm, like, trying to give detail, but not too much. So we do learn Sam has been a vampire for three years. Um, she, she lives with her sire, who's the sires are the ones who turn them. Right. Um, her sire, Victor. And often she's his, like, the main person he puts in duels. And so, like, she's always dueling and, like, doing... Victor's bidding, essentially. Um, and she's super unique because most Svente's have defensive gifts and she has like an offensive gift. Um, okay. And Sebastian also tells her that if she passes the tryouts, she gets to like get out from under her sire's rule and like does not have to like live there because she'll be living at the hollow and being a part of this army. So she's not a fan of the situation with her sire. Correct. And we will definitely learn more about that as we go. Um, But yeah, she does not love her sire, wants to get out, but she's like, he won't let me go. And Sebastian's like, you let me worry about that. Like, do you want the trial or not? Because initially she's like, no, I don't want this. I don't want this. And then he's like, if you say yes to the trial, like if, if you make this squad you don't have to live with your sire anymore. And she's like, you son of a bitch I'm in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will follow you. Where do I sign? Yes. So they teleport to the trials at the Grand High Master's compound in the Caribbean. Uh, is called The Hollow. Um, it's like 
beautiful, self-sufficient island that has everything that they need. Vampire utopia. Yes. It sounds idyllic. <laughs> like I'm like, I'd I, go there. Yeah, I'm like, I could do that. Um, so they get there, Sam's walking around, goes out by the pool. She's like, This pool is beautiful. I'd love to take a swim here. And there's a um vampire swimming in it who like hops out. He's super hot. And very good looking. And he's like, this is off limits to the servants. <laughs> like, and she's like. Nice. She's like, I'm not a servant. I'm here for the Legion tryouts. And he like laughs in her face. And he's nice. like, no, you aren't. Like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, so the tryouts begin. The hot swimmer dude, his name is Jared. And fucking Jared. <laughs> Jared. I'm trying to think if I've ever met a Jared that was, like, an okay dude. I know one. Okay. But he also spells it J-A-R-R-I-D. Okay. Okay. And I think maybe that's the difference. Mm. Um, yeah, he's, like, my pseudo-brother. Like, our parents have been friends our entire, like, he lived with us when I was in high school and he was in college. And if I'm being complete honest, completely honest, I was a bitch. <laughs> I was like such an asshole to him and he just like loved me so well and so kindly and he's just like the the kindest sweetest dude you will ever meet in your entire life. I'm going to say the spelling of his name had a lot to do with that cuz I don't think I've ever met a Jared that I was like that guy's not so bad. Yeah, that's fair. He like lived in Alaska for years doing like wilderness outreach for um at risk youth. He's like one of those dudes. Right. We love him. We love to see it. Um, but that's not this Jared. This Jared is like a, a hot asshole. A great um, A douche. And he's also the squadron leader. So the tryouts are for a spot in his squad where that he is the commander of. Oh, dear. And he had laughed in her face. When- Wait, is this a standalone? Um, It can be read as a standalone. Okay. They're... Yes, it very much, like, it ties up. There's a pretty bow on it at the end. But then their journey and their story continues. Okay. And so there are future books that can be read if you want more. But it's not, like, there's no cliffhangers on this one. Got it. Yeah. Um, so the tryouts begin. I think there's, like, only three spots that they're trying to fill for this squad. And there's 20 vampires trying out. Uh Uh-oh. So the very first thing that they do is they're like, you have to make sure your bloodlust is in control because at a battle, there's a lot of blood. And, Mm -hmm. like, you're just going to be sucking blood out of everyone and not in the battle. We don't want you here. So they, like, pump, like, blood gas, I don't know, something into the air and, like, to, like, get everyone kind of riled up. And they're like... You kind of have to, like, withstand it for, like, 30 seconds up close without, like, responding. And, like, when it comes to Sam, like, Jared is, like, like holding blood, like, directly under her nose. Like, trying to, like, <laughs> trying to get her to, So, like, you guys can't see it, but Chelsea is doing this weird swiping motion with her finger at me. <laughs> I got it, Chelsea. I got it. Thank In you. In case you didn't know what it looked like, I wanted to make sure I gave you a visual. Thank you so um, much. So once they, like, if you could withstand the bloodlust for, like, 30 seconds up close, like, you made it to the next round. And the next round, 
you were chased by a current squad member across the across the forest and you had to make it to the other side, but you couldn't touch the forest floor. It was like a giant game of the floor is lava. Nice. The forest floor is lava. <laughs> um, and Spentes are also known for like their agility. So they're not as strong and they aren't as fast. But, like, Sam is just, like, a fucking monkey. And it's just, like... Parkour, Yes. Is yeah. swinging everywhere. And they're, like... Like, the dude who chased her didn't catch her. She made it all... Like, if they catch you, you are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude doesn't catch her. He's so impressed by her. And Jared is just getting, like, more and more pissed off as she's just, like, casually excelling through right. this. Right. So... For the people who made it through the first two, they now have to duel. And there are seven of them left to duel. And they actually get to use their powers. And so they can like kind of see what you're bringing to the team and what you're bringing to, to the party. Jared splits everyone up. So it's like, two dudes, two dudes, two dudes. Sam's by herself. And Jared's like, I guess you have to duel me. And I'm like the, the commander of this squad. And so the duels... Uh-oh. Right. And... Sam, also, like, Sam is the last to go for all of these. She's the last for the bloodlust, the last for the forest. Like, Jared is so... Here an- be a sexist vampire. <laughs> yes. And Jared is so annoyed that she's performing so well. Like, he really didn't think she would. And so he's like, all right, well, I'll be your dual partner. So the duel starts. He has some, like, telekinetic, like, energy is the power that, like, he whips out. So he, like, zaps her with some energy when, when the duel starts. And then he realizes Sam is a feeder. So what a feeder means is she can feed on all of the energy around her. Energy from the oh. earth. Ener- like, she can, like, steal energy from others. So, like, if someone, like, uses their power on her and is emitting excess energy, she can absorb that and take, like, use their power that they have as well. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so. Z- Jared zaps her with this energy, and she's like, thanks for the boost, my guy. (laughs) It's, like, very much her energy. She kicks his ass, like, 100%. And then afterwards, Jared's like, okay, thank you all for coming. These are the three dudes who made the squad. Oh. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, she's fuming. I'm fuming for her. That's fucked. 100%. Completely fucked. She's like pissed, takes off. This is where we actually meet Antonio, the Grand High Master, who was watching and saw all of this go down. Uh Uh-oh. And so he's like, hey, Sam, I'd love to talk to you. And she's like, okay, what are we going to chat about, Antonio? And he's like... I want you to be the co-commander of the squad. <laughs> Aw, and Jared can fucking suck it. <laughs> um, fucking Jared. Yeah, like, we are, like, Jared is, like, such a cocky, arrogant, like, asshole. And Sam is, like, like, making some, like, comments about how much she dislikes Jared. But then what we also learn is Jared is the Grand High Master's heir. Oops, again. So, because, I mean, like, unless you're dying in battle, vampires don't die. Like, you live forever, right? right? And so, like, whenever the Grand High Master steps down, Jared is who he has appointed as his, like, the future heir to run fucking everything. 
And Sam's oh, like, oh dear. <sighs> yeah. Like, that's kind of the energy. Um, but ultimately, Antonio is like, hey, I want you to co lead the squad. I have spoken with Sebastian. I know what you can do. Would you consider joining? So we then actually switch to Jared's perspective. And Jared is like annoyed and embarrassed that Sam kicked his ass, but also so attracted to her. <laughs> and he's like, like, like reading it, I was like annoyed with Jared, but it was also kind of like an endearing middle school, like crush kind of energy. Aww. I found it endearing, even though I'm like, are you a sexist asshole? Sure. But I'm, I'm still rooting for you, my guy. <laughs> um, and so he was like, yeah, like, I was actually so attracted to her. I wanted to ask if she wanted to join my consort. Is that the word? I guess. That's the word in this book. Okay. To me, it just sounds like a harem. Yeah, I thought a consort was a member of the harem. Girl, I don't know. No, that's helpful. That's not necessarily how it's described in this book, but I was, I was like, what? I was like, are these just synonyms? That's actually helpful. But he like wanted to ask her to like be a part of his consort because he was like, yeah, she's dope as shit. She's super hot. She's super athletic. Like I'm here for this. Am I embarrassed she kicked my ass? Yeah. Do I still want a banger? For sure. Yes. Um, So he's like thinking about her, thinking about how like she took off and he like didn't like say anything, um, and then goes into his office to f- and walks in to find it's been rearranged and there's a new desk because they now share an office as co-commanders. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Right? This is not Jared's idea of a good time. No. And then, like, Antonio comes in and, like, makes the announcement and is like, hey, Jared, here's your co-commander, Sam. Welcome to the party, my guy. Um... Like, this book is definitely spicy more than, like, it is, like, erotica, 1,000%. Yeah. But it's just, like, a really endearing, fun read. And I think that's what I like about it. Um, So, Jared and Sam ultimately make a bet that if she improves the squad in five days, he'll publicly apologize for his actions and behaviors. Has he learned nothing? Clearly not. But we're still pretty early on in the book. For, Fair enough. He hasn't learned his lessons yet. If if she fails, he gets to taste her blood. Oh, okay. Which sounds weird until you remember they're vampires. I mean, it still sounds weird, but okay. But it's less weird with them being vampires, right? Am I giving it too much credit? Well, I don't know. I just always thought that, like, vampires generally only drank human blood. They didn't drink other vampire blood, mostly. You know, that's fair. I don't think I've considered that because they definitely, like, drink vampire. They just, like, drink each other's blood in this one as well. So that was the the House of Isidora, I think. Um, I know the name, but I never read it. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of blood play in that. Like, vampires only drink other vampires' blood in that one. Mm. But, like, generally, I feel like humans are prey. Yes, I do. I think humans are still prey. Like, I wouldn't say they're, it's at least the way this read to me was more like if they're drinking from each other, 
it's more of like a pleasurable experience and it's not like for life sustenance yes um so we also learn at this time that jared has three gifts so most vampires are born with one um antonio can actually i forget what the title is i have it written down later um but Antonio can like give you an another gift, like he can bestow another power. Mm-hmm. So Jared has um, three separate powers. He has like the telekinesis, electricity shit. He can teleport, and then he can communicate telepathically. Um, like he can't read your thoughts, but if you're if you direct a thought directly to him, you you can communicate telepathically with him. But he can't just like. Read your thoughts. Got it. Which sounds like a preferable way. Yeah. At least to me. I'm hearing oh, something like that. I just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what had happened was I was like, oh, I hear the gentle caress of rain. And I turned over my shoulder to look out the window and see the rain and then turned back and nailed my chin <laughs> on the microphone. Um, so that's where I'm at. But yes, um, at this time, we also meet Fletcher, who is their personal, has been Jared's personal assistant, is now shared with Sam and her personal assistant. He's like this stereotypical gay British bestie. We're here for Personal it. assistant. Yeah, we love Fletcher. He has a boyfriend named Norm. <laughs> it's just endearing. Um, then... While they're all in the office, Joy shows up, and Joy is one of Jared's lady friends. She is one of the girls in his consort, Um, but Sam just, like, assumes it's his girlfriend, and she's like, why is this girl so fucking thin? She turns sideways, and she disappears. She's she's like a goddamn twig. (laughs) Um, But Sam, just to be an asshole, when she, like, meets Joy, she's like, oh, you must be Nancy. Oh, no. <laughs> Which I really, I love, I love the petty energy. I was going to say, that is like, she could have woken up and chosen to be reasonable, but she woke up and chose to be Tom fucking petty all day. All day, every day? <laughs> she chooses to be Tom petty. <laughs> and... It, I think it's one of my favorite things because you're also like, yeah, they had it coming. Like, you're like, you're <laughs> yeah. always in agreement it's with the choices. Like, so it's not cruel. It's just fun. Like, at one point in the book, like, Jared calls her a homicidal bitch and she's like, thank you. It's like kind <laughs> of the energy. Um, and, like, Joy is all over Jared, clearly trying to, like, mark her claim and her territory. Right. Um, Sebastian shows up to, like, Touch base, but he's also like, hey, wanted to put it on your radar. Victor is not happy. Her, like, Sam Sire, not happy and expects you to return home. Like, we don't expect you to return home, but this motherfucker does. And, like, right. ever, like it's a very supportive vampire community. Mm. I would live there. We're here for that. Well, and later on in the book, you find out, like, the only way a vampire can get drunk is drinking blood from a human who's intoxicated. Hmm. I wonder what it pays. <laughs> to be a drunk human for vampires? Yeah. 
Like your only job is to day like day drink. I guess night drink. I I think they're not just drink 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 and party, and let the vampires drink your blood so they can get drunk. Hmm. You'd be like a human keg. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what the going if if it's I wonder if it's salaried. <laughs> it just pays in gin, buddy. <laughs> like, but like they have to live at the Hollow, right? So you get to live in paradise and drink. I wonder if they keep other jobs or if that like is what they bring to the table. I feel like it would be difficult to maintain an office job while getting drunk every night for vampires. Like, that doesn't seem like it would work. Not a full-time office job, that's for sure. Yeah. Maybe, like, an admin position. I'm not shitting on admins by any stretch of the imagination. But I feel like if it's, like, a slower Mm -hmm. office that you're working at. Mm -hmm. Am I overthinking this? Yeah, by a lot. (laughs) I'm just saying, I've heard of worse jobs that you can have. Um, also true. Yes. So Fletcher gives Sam a tour of her new apartment and you can help. She's like really excited to have her own space. She hasn't had her own space. Um, we do learn that she was forced into Victor's consort Mm. and was like, wasn't super there voluntarily. Um, like to the point, like Victor would like choose her clothes for her. Don't like that. No. So there's like a lot of freedom for her being at the hollow. Fletcher also shows her in the fridge. It's filled with um, nutritional NSTs is what they call them, but it's like nutritional supplement tonics or something like that. It's essentially like bottles of blood and vitamins that like have different flavors. So there's like Coca-Cola flavored. There's vodka flavored. There's grape flavored. There's like, she's like, they don't, it won't get you drunk, but that's like their way of like being sufficient and not needing to consume human blood all the time. How they get the blood, I also wonder. No one, no one mentions that. Blood banks, probably. Yeah, I do wonder. I'm like, is it real blood? Is it synthetic blood? Like, are you? uh, I don't know. Neither do I. But these are the things I think about. (laughs) Um, Fletcher... Tells her about his boyfriend, Norm, and then asks if, like, she plans on, like, taking a consort of her own. Um, He also tells her, he's like, hey, like, just let you know. Word in the hollow is Jared is very well endowed. If it helps. Just wanted to throw that (laughs) on your radar. Hmm. And you're like, thanks, not Norm. Thanks, Fletch. Like, hey, uh, I'm just here to provide information. And you can do with that information what you will. Some of the information is that there are some nutritional supplements for you in the fridge. And other information for you is that Jared has a huge cock. I hope you have a great night. Like, the fuck? Do with that what you will. (laughs) Going to throw something out there. If you don't like it, you can send it right back. If you don't like what I'm putting down, don't pick it up. Truly. (laughs) But I'm like, (laughs) love that, like... And just, like, in case it's helpful to know, he is hung like a motherfucking horse. (laughs) So call me if you need anything and have a good night. (laughs) Like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, 
So Sam gets ready for a squadron meeting. She meets all of the other commanders. We meet Jared's um, twin brother, Evan, who she hits it off with. Like, not like romantically, just like they vibe and are like good. Be, like, you can tell they're going to have a great friendship kind of energy. Um, Antonio announces that he wants the new squad ready ASAP because his, his advisor, Luther, who we also love, had a premonition of one of the high masters, high master Bennington, attacking the hollow and like Uh-oh. planning an attack. Um, yeah. So like the upper echelon, if you will, is you have Antonio and like, it seems like Antonio's like right hand men are Sebastian and Luther. And Luther like looks like fucking Gandalf. Nice. Is kind of his energy. Um, so Antonio announces that Luther had this vision of High Master Bennington attacking the hollow. And Sam starts asking like a lot of logistical questions. And some of the commanders are like just complete assholes and condescending because they're like, who is this new girl? And like the one of them is like, have you ever killed someone? And she's like, yeah. They're like, have you ever killed someone intentionally? <laughs> she's like, yeah. They're like, have also, you? Also, yeah. Right? She's like, have you ever led a squad? And she's like, yeah. And without fail, my entire squad came back alive every mission. And like the guy's like kind of like, thank you. Thank you for answering my questions. <laughs> Thank you for the information provided. (laughs) Like, I retract my bitchiness. Maybe you do know what you're doing somewhat. Um, And after this, like, squadron leader commander meeting, Antonio asks Sam to stay behind and, like, introduces her to Luther. And he's like, hey, so Luther can have these premonitions. He can have these visions. um, But something I would like to offer you as, like, kind of a welcome here is... Luther can give you a premonition into your future. He's like, he doesn't know what it is, but if you hold his hand, you will see the vision. He doesn't see it. Sometimes it makes sense to people. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know that I would want that. You, you, it'd be a no for you? I don't know. I think it'd be a yes for me. But I also, I think the weird thing is like, you don't necessarily have context. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so, like, I'd probably do it just because I'm too curious, but I'm also, like, don't do it. Well, and, like, she's, like, (laughs) asking a lot of questions about it. Right. And they're, like, you're the first person who's ever stopped to, like, ask these questions. Right. And she's, like, I mean, I don't think it's edited in the book, but I'm, like, are we we implying this is because she has a vagina and is smart enough to, like, stop and actually ask these questions? Uh Uh-huh. So she says yes, but, like, the vision she's, like, in the woods feels super powerful. Like, more powerful than she's ever felt in her entire life. Like, kind of feels something squishy inside of her, but, like, feels super powerful. And, like, that's kind of the end of the vision. And she's, like, the fuck? They're, like, what'd you see? And she's, like, fuck if I know. This vision made no goddamn sense. Like, thanks? What's squishy? (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what is squishy. You, patience is a virtue. Uh, you'll learn. You'll learn. I don't one. have that one. Patience? Yeah, I don't have that virtue. <laughs> Which virtues do you have, Hannah? I don't know what the other ones even are anymore. I don't know. Honesty, probably. 
I have that one. Are the virtues really just the, the fruits of the spirit? That's what I was just thinking. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gratefulness, gentleness, and goodness, gracious, great pulsifier. <laughs> I was going to say, I just made one of those up. I'm pretty sure. I was tracking with you and then we pivoted and it completely <laughs> lost me. And I was like, I don't remember that one, but that is okay. Well, because I can usually only remember them when I sing the song and I wasn't willing to sing the song. Please sing it because I don't remember the melody, but I'm like. Is that, is that the melody? Yes. I'm not Love, singing it. joy, peace, patience, kindness, joy, and happiness. Something in self-control. Is isn't, that, it, isn't it gratefulness? Yeah, but you wouldn't sing the song, so how am I supposed to remember all of them? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I think the last time I sang this song was in like at VBS in 97. I don't know how we got here, but I have the joy, the gratefulness, and that that's about it. Um, so like one of my like it's it's not the fruits of the spirit, but one of those other like childhood songs. Did you ever have to learn 50 Nifty United States? No. So that was one of the songs like that was really big in my elementary school. And so you have like the 50 nifty United States from 13 original colonies, blah, blah, blah. But after that, you learn, like you sing every state in alphabetical order. That feels like a lot. But it's like a great, stupid human trick. Because <laughs> like to this day, like we, my husband and I were watching a trivia, like a show recently that had trivia. And they're like, okay, name a state that starts with, with the letter N. And I was like. Nebraska. When I was like, New Hampshire. Like, like New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota. Like, going, my, my husband's like, what are you doing over there? And I was like, <laughs> Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas. <laughs> like, but there was an episode of Friends. Where um, they were like trying, like you had to write out all 50 states. and like. Ross, like, got, like, 48 of them and, like, cuts out, like, a map of, like, paper and, like, trying to, like, make, like, replicate a map. of the. I'm, like, I can do that. Like, that is 100% what you want me on your team for right. at a party is naming all 50 states. And I think I get bonus points for being able to name them alphabetically. I would agree. That's what Chelsea brings to the table, y'all. Not patience. Neither of us have patience as a virtue. <laughs> nope. I just bring the ability to list all 50 of the United States in alphabetical order. I can name all the books of the Bible, but you probably don't want that. Old and New Testament? Yeah. Damn. I know the songs for that, too. What, what are the songs for that? Um, <laughs> it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, and the books of the Romans. <laughs> First and second, third, John. There it goes the whole way. I'm not doing it anymore because I felt weird to but do I, it. But I was snapping. <laughs> I, I know you were, but I'm done now. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in ages. I just remember God's Electric Power Company. <laughs> Did you? Where it was like Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, yeah. Colossians. <laughs> oh, yes. <clears throat> yeah, I could not. I feel like if if you laid out all of the books of the Bible and just said or like gave me a, a huge list and you're like which ones are like books of the Bible which ones aren't I could do that but I don't think I could just sit and name them in order mm. and especially if it's Old Testament I'm gonna miss some Old Testament is tricky 
yeah, those those OT biblical names are. Mm-hmm. Now that we've touched on potential religious trauma for everybody. <laughs> Remember that time I went to seminary? <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, smart puppies. We'll get you right back to the show in just a moment. But first, do you like us? Maybe even love us? Because we sure love you. And if you do love us, don't tease us. Tell us in those ratings and reviews wherever you're listening right now. Maybe even send us over to a special sexy someone that would enjoy getting smutty with us. Because you know the first rule of Smut Club is to talk about Smut Club. All right. I won't keep you any longer. Let's get back to the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back into the book. Yeah. Sam has this vision. Feels very powerful. A little squishy inside. Doesn't really understand what's happening or why she's in the forest. But she's like, cool. I guess here we are. Um, so she starts settling in. She goes shopping with Fletcher. Antonio is just like kind of like cool uncle energy and like gives her like a month's pay in advance so that she can like purchase clothes and get settled and all that good stuff. Um, and when she's like, all right, I'm ready. She goes to the training facility to like train her squad. None of them are there. The squad is not there at all. That wasn't thunder. That was my dog snoring. He is displeased. Where the fuck is the squad? He might be regular pleased. I don't know. He might just be an overweight pug. (laughs) (laughs) For context, I have a pit bull mix, and he currently weighs about the same as my pit bull mix. So what I hear you saying is we both have majestic dogs. Yes, we do. I'm like trying to rub him with my foot while also kind of kicking him awake <laughs> a little bit. and like, hey, buddy, you doing good there? Um, so Sam starts going around like looking for them. She finds them all like in the cafeteria having a food fight. Like these 10 dudes that she is like co-leading the squad with Jared over are having a food fight. And she's like, what the fuck, y'all? So do they eat regular food in addition to the blood, or are they throwing blood at people? I think they can eat regular food, but they don't need it to survive. Got it. Okay. Yes. So at like one point, like she goes on a date. Or maybe, yeah, I don't think they're throwing blood. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> worst food, food fight ever. I just spit a little bit, but I was like, <laughs> vampire food is blood. Why are we, this is like a carry situation. We're just throwing blood everywhere. Also, I need y'all to know we have this like memory foam little dog bed next to us while we record that my dog likes to sleep on. And because he was snoring so loud, my husband came in and picked the dog up and like carried him over and put him on the couch, which our dog loves to sleep on, by the way. Like it's not like an a rarity. And my husband came back in the room. And our dog hopped off the couch and came straight back over. And he's like, I'm back on my dog bed where I belong. <laughs> so now my husband moved the dog bed. I don't know how this is going to work. but We're we'll- going on a whole adventure <laughs> with Brandon. <laughs> That's like all of my dreams in life. 
to go on adventures with Brandon and Craig. Mm. Um, Craig is the cat. He's only six pounds. He's not overweight at all. No, he's very precious. He's like a perfect little meerkat. But he's not a meerkat at all. He's a real cat. Okay. So there's a food fight. There's a food fight. I don't think they're throwing blood. <laughs> That's where we're at. Um, and she's like, what the fuck, guys? And the dudes in the squad are like, oh, Jared told us the extra training was optional. And she's like, wait, what? And they're like, well, yeah, like, we, like, we, none of us would have made the squad if we don't have a great grasp on our powers. So, like. He said the extra training is optional and like we don't really need it. And like we we could just do it if we wanted it. So instead we chose to have a food fight. <laughs> and Sam is livid, goes to confront Jared, like gets to their office and is like, lock the door, Fletcher. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you here to test out the rumors? <laughs> right. Don't forget what I told you. So Fletcher locks the door. And it like she like creates this like energy whip and is like, let's fucking go. And Jared's like, hey now, let's just talk. And she's like, no, you wanted this shit. This is not cool. This is not a thing. So this like physical battle ensues. Their office is destroyed. <laughs> Everything is broken. And she gets him on the ground. And then like he yanks her down on top of him. I'm sure we're all surprised to find out they start making out. What? I didn't see it coming. Um, but then she freezes and is like, wait, what about what about your twig? Like, what about Joy? <laughs> not not the twig in his pants. <laughs> That's what my immediate I was like. What about that thick twig? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were saying it was more of like a hefty branch. <laughs> was you're like, oh the energy given. But I got yeah, it now. Twig gives like pencil dick energy. It does. Yeah. yeah. So we're not, we're talking Nancy. Yes. And so she's like, what about Nancy? And this motherfucker goes, Joy, Daniela, and Tammy are just my consort. I was going to ask you to join too. <laughs> Way to make a girl feel special. And she castrated him. The end. That yeah. would have been the energy. And she's like, hell no. Absolutely not. Like, not even like. Thank you for the opportunity and consideration. But she's like, fuck you very much. No, thank you. Um, And then I forget what comment is made, but like Jared realizes that like she was forced into a consort before. So it's Mm. like has a different connotation to her. Um, And then Sam's like, I'm going to leave now. Like, I'm still pissed. Not cool that you told our entire squad this was optional. Very confused that we just made out, and it was lovely. No, I'm not joining your consort. I'm out. Um, So in this context, what even is a consort? Like, I'm not understanding. So essentially, my understanding and conceptualization of it is, like, a loose relation. Like, it's not like a girlfriend. There's no, like... Commitment? There's no, like, emotional commitment. It just Mm -hmm. seems like, yeah... I have these three girls. They all live in an apartment together. And anytime I want to fuck one, I can, I can just show up at the apartment. Right. Is kind of the energy okay. that I'm getting here. Like, but there's no like emotional connection. There's no like long-term promises or commitment. It's like a kept woman situation. 
Yeah. Okay. Like, Joy definitely seems to be, like, the most prominent of the three. But, yeah, he, like, has, like, three hoes who all live, three vampire hoes who all live in an apartment together that he can just be like, come to my office. Right. are like, okay, let's dig down. I, I wouldn't want to. No. I, like, it, I, it sounds a lot cooler when you're the one who has the consort versus being in the consort. Yeah. Because it's not necessarily like a dom-sub situation where I feel like subs really do have a lot of power right. and control. Absolutely. It just sounds like you're a perpetual booty call who gets an apartment out of it. Right. I feel like when I was younger, I'd have been game. But now, no. Like, if I could live my life and go to school and do whatever I want and have an apartment and occasionally get a booty call, okay. But now, yeah, less so. But it also doesn't really sound like they do anything else. Like, it sounds like that's, like, that's their contribution to society. Yeah, I don't like that. No, like, I feel like it's a little different if you're like, I still have my own life and I have a job or I'm in school or I'm, like, doing shit, right? So... After this whole situation, Sam is, like, feeling super awkward about Jared. She's like, I don't really want to go to the office. So she's, like, hiding out in her apartment. Fletcher shows up and is like, you absolutely will not hide. This is not what we are doing. Be the queen we know you are. Hell yeah. We, we love Fletch. Um, and then he's like, and here is a fantastic outfit that I have picked out for you. Now go slay. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yes, let's do this. Um, Sam then gets, is like, hey, Fletcher, can you do me a solid? Can you go get um, profiles of all of the people in my squad? Like, can you get me all of the details, all of the info on them? Um, and starts, like, concocting this whole plan. So when she shows up, um, when she shows up, none of them are there for training again. Again, She goes, she finds them all playing basketball. And so she starts just like telling all of their secrets and pissing them off. Nice. And she was like, yeah, I bet you feel like a real schmuck considering you turned for your girlfriend. Then she left you for your sire. Like, <laughs> like shit like that. Or like, like things that like. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, that is not, like, cool to, like, tell that level right. of secret. Like, yeah, bet you wish you had all that power when you couldn't save your family and they all died in that fire. Jesus. Yes. Like, that level. And, like, they're all getting pissed. And she's like, come at me then. But then, like, anytime one of them tries to come at her, she just, like, whips them into shape. Nice. Yes. And so... She like one of the dudes, all of the dudes have like unique powers on the team. Like one, um, he can like take away people's senses, mm. but, like one by one. So he could like remove your hearing and then later remove your, your sight if if you wanted. One person can like um spit like thorns that can make you pass out or die, depending on the strength it's of, like the, a of the thorn. Right. Mm-hmm. But she was like. Yeah, well, you know you can shoot you shoot those from your hands, too. And he's like, no, I can't. And she's like, yeah, you can, because I can do it with your fucking energy. <laughs> so, like, it's all of these dudes being like, we have a great grasp on our powers. 
And she's like, you can have a, yeah. Like one of the dudes can like break into particles. And she's like, you can move when you do that. And he's like, no, I can't. And she's like, watch me. (laughs) So like. Nice. Because she, since she can feed off of everyone's excess energy, she's like, no, I can take your energy. And so I know exactly what you're capable of. Right. Because I can turn it into all of these things. So she starts use like starts showing them how to use their powers to full capacity, and they're all like, "Maybe we were wrong." <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, Sam. I were bad. Um, and then she looks over and realizes like Jared is like, has been like observing and like watching her just like decimate all of these dudes. Um, but then suddenly. Sam's body, like, gets super cold, and she realizes her sire, Victor, has shown up. Uh-oh. And so she just, like, takes off, like, leaves all the dudes on the arena as they're finally starting to respect her. And Jared's like, what's happening? I'm following. And just, like. So she's just, like, ruined everybody's fucking life, and I'm out. <laughs> yes. We love this energy. <laughs> right? I'm into that. Yes. Yeah. She's like, you're an idiot. Let me show you the actual power that you have. And they're like, oh. And I'm going to go. Yes. Um, So she takes off. Jared follows her. They meet up with Sebastian. And Sebastian's like, yeah, Victor won't refute the hold he has on you. And says, like, he needs to hear it from your mouth that you aren't going to go back with him. So Victor, like, shows up to the hollow wholeheartedly expecting Sam to return to London with him. And Jared is like, just, like, get it, just refute it quickly. Just say, like, no and move on. And then Sam's like, easier said than done because Victor's power is manipulating emotions. Oh, no. So, like, he can make you feel physically attracted to him. He can make you feel guilt. He can make you feel, like... Any emotion, Victor can make you feel it, right? Uh-oh. Um, and so Sam also explains that, like, the longer you withhold and you fight that emotion, the more, like, pressure builds in your head where it becomes very, very difficult to fight off whatever he's trying to impose on you. Um, and we also realize that, like, that is part of how Victor would, like, manipulate his consort. Right. Which... Like, lacking consent in a lot of ways. Super gross. Um, So, Victor tries to get Sam to leave with him, and it doesn't work. And she's, like, not having it. And he still refuses to release her. Mm. Like, she's like, I don't want to go with you. And he's like, doesn't matter. (laughs) And so, Sam's like, hey, Antonio, you're sitting here watching this go down since he won't release me as the Grand High Master. Will you release me? And Antonio's like, yes, my girl. Absolutely. Consider yourself, like, you don't need to go back with him. Absolutely not. And so then um, Victor, also, like, while this is happening, Victor's, like, trying to, like, like, is making Sam feel insecure, is making her feel guilty, is trying to make her physically aroused so she'll want to return with him. Like, and she, mm-hmm. like, the pressure is, like, building and building and building. Um, and, like, at one point, Jared, like, 
suddenly Victor, like, his vision, like, whips over to Jared. And she, like, because the focus is no longer on her, the pressure breaks. But she's like, I wonder what Jared just, like, said to him telepathically. Um, And so Antonio releases her. Victor gets super pissed, makes a move to, like, attack Antonio. And so Sam just straight up kills Victor. Nice. Yes. And she's like, I forget exactly. I think she she made like a fire energy ball and mm. he like disintegrated or some shit like that. But when the blood link between a sire and their like consort or their their creation. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> I, I only know how that works in one direction. I know. Just say, I don't like, I don't know. Yeah, so, like, their creation, their prodigy, progeny, I don't know. Fuck it. I was going to say their seed. Gross. (laughs) I was like, I don't think that's right either. Um, But when that blood link breaks, it's, like, excruciatingly painful. Mm -hmm. And so Sam, like, drops down and, like, passes out and coughs, like, Jared, like, catches her and, like, like, she, like, coughs blood. All over Jared. Mm. Um, And then I forget exactly how she thinks of it, but because she still has a little bit of the energy left over from whipping her squad into shape, she like puts her hand on her chest and shoots one of the thorns Mm. into her chest. So she'll pass out for a little bit of time. So she's not just like in excruciating pain. Um, Jared teleports her back to her room so that she can rest and isn't just, like, laying there. Um, but then as he goes to leave, he, like, hears his name and, like, her head, like, telepathically, like, she, like, says his name, and he's like, I guess I'll stay and watch over her, make sure she's okay. But then, like, he, like, takes off his shirt because it's covered in blood that she, like, right. spit up. So she wakes up, is all snuggled into Jared. Feel of course. Warm and toasty, all snuggled up. Um... And is, like, very tired because huge energy output from all of this, right? So Jared's like, well, just take some of my energy. Like, I'm willing to, like, give you some. And she's like, no, that's not a good idea because when that happens, like, I won't be able to stop. And because it feels so good, you won't want me to stop. And I can, like, kill you Mm. by taking all of your energy until you have nothing left. Um. He's like, do it. And she's like, "Eh." and he's like, I promise. It's fine. Do it. We're going to be okay. Yes. So they like, I don't know, hold hands, put their foreheads together. Some shit. I don't really remember. (laughs) (laughs) They do a pinky promise. (laughs) They do a foot five. (laughs) Oh, I don't like that. No, not at all. Um, And so... She starts taking his energy, and then she's like, we, like, stop. And he's like, no, I think I'm good, because the connection, and he, like, he won't break the connection. Oh, no. And she's like, I don't want to kill him. So he, like, won't break it. She's, like, trying to get him to. So she's like, how do I, like, turn his attention? And so she kisses him to, like, break it and distract him. And then they just start going at it. Um <laughs> But then suddenly they transport to the arena. And she's like, why the fuck are we here? And he's like, because you took my energy, so you have my powers, and you don't know how to control teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> so she actually uh, teleported them while they were banging? 
They they didn't actually start banging. Oh, okay. They okay. were like making out. It was starting to get hot and heavy. And then she's like, "Why are we in the arena?" And he's like, "That was your doing." <laughs> um, and also at some point in this conversation, she's like, "What did you say to Victor to like distract him?" And he was like, "Oh." I may have said I wasn't ready for you to leave so I could still fuck you a few more times. <laughs> like, kind of energy and level, right? Um, but they are in the arena, which kind of breaks the romantic moment and connection as well. Um, and he, like, doesn't get why she's, like, closing off and pulling away. And he's like, do you want me to get rid of my three consorts? Do you want to be my only consort? And she's like, I don't want to be a possession. Right. I don't want to be any consort, jackass. Well, and so she's like, I don't want to be seen as a possession. And he's like, are you saying I see women as a possession? Like. Yes. And she's like, you have three hoes tucked into an apartment waiting at your beck and call. And he's like, so you do want me to get rid of them? And she's like, I don't want. (laughs) Like. I'm not yours. I don't belong to you. Yes. She's like. The independence is a really big deal to me and not being a possession and at your beck and call is a big deal to me. Um, And so she's like trying to, she's like, women are more than sexual outlets. Like she's like trying to explain this to him and saying that like how used she felt by Victor and then Jared gets all pissed off and he's like, don't even compare me to him. And she's like, no, like it's, it's the consort like possession Mm -hmm. comparison, but like, He's getting really upset. He's, like, definitely not fully understanding it. And, like, he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Our bet's off. And then he just, like, teleports away. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. We call that an overreaction. (laughs) We call that a tantrum. Yeah. Well, he's definitely, like, a hot dude who's, like, the Grand High Master's heir Right. He's just entitled and used to getting everything he wants. Yeah. And, like, I I felt like in reading it, like, it wasn't intentionally, like, malicious or hurtful. Right. It was just, like, a... Ignorant. Ignorant. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. his own ignorance and naivety from having all girls want to be the concert... Co- concert. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all girls want to be the consort for the Grand High Master's heir kind of energy. Like, he's young, he's hot, he's athletic. And I mean, like, I think he got turned when he was, like, 24-ish. And then vampires don't really age. And I think he's been a vampire for, like, 18, 20 years, something like that. But, like, Mm. he's a young, hot 24-year-old heir. Like, he hasn't really had to consider other people's feelings. As horrible as that sounds. Um. So Jared straight teleports to his consort because he's like, I'd love to get my dick wet after that. Like, I'm sexually frustrated. He's also like, I'm going to start with Sam or start with Joy because I know she annoys Sam the most. And so he's like, I'm going to like hurt her. And then he's like, but I also wouldn't want to tell Sam that I did this. Mm. Like, like, it's kind of this like in his head, he's like vindication. And he's like, oh, well, like. Right. Do I, I actually want to be this petulant right now? Or? Yes. And we also learn Joy's physical or Joy's power is that she can physically um, imitate anyone. 
So he's like almost like, would it be would it be mean to ask her to turn into Sam right now? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it would. And he's like, I mean, yeah, it's nice to have Jennifer Aniston underneath you every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Jared. Right. But I was like, yeah, way to realize that maybe being like, hey, could you turn into this girl that I know you feel insecure about isn't the move. Um, And he realizes, like, none of it would go well. He realizes intentionally hurting Sam is not the move. And ultimately, I think he realizes he just wants Sam. Right. Like, he can't – he's never had a relationship. He's never cared about anyone. He, like, can't really figure it out, right? So he feels guilty. He stops it before anything, like, really gets going, and then he leaves. Um, Back at his place, he's winding down, and then he, like – feels like that Sam is close and present and then looks down um, and she's in the pool that's under um, his apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, wait, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what I think like, he's like, I'm not going to try and make this happen anymore. I meant what I said, like sees her down in the pool, but is also like, why is she fully clothed in the pool? Oh, no. I think she accidentally teleported there, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> she can't figure out the power. Um, but then as he's, like, about to, like, leave, one of the dudes in the squad named Max, who's been, like, casually flirting with Sam throughout the book so far, approaches Sam while she's in, in the pool. Um, and so he's just, like, up on his deck watching this. Oh, no. And, like, so, like, Sam, not Sam, Max starts hitting on Sam, and, like, Sam turns him down, and he's, like, okay, I'll just win you over. Like, this isn't, like, not in, like, a, like, a creepy, like. It's, like, like, obviously you don't know me well enough yet. We'll yeah. get there. Like, it didn't feel like a no means try harder situation. Yeah. It just felt like a, all right, l- g- give me some time. I'll, like, show you I'm worth, worth the consideration. And then he swims off. And then Jared, like, telepathically says to her, like, saying no to Max just saved his life. Because he's like, <laughs> and then he just goes back inside his place. Um, so the next day, Sam is in her office. And then Evan, Jared's twin, shows up and is like, hey, um, Antonio wanted to talk to you. And so he sent me to get you. So they pass Jared in the hall and Jared like is having like a telepathic conversation with Evan where he's like, well, where are you going? Why are you taking her? What's, what's happening here? Um, and it's like very clearly territorial of Sam. And Evan's like, oh, I get it. She won't fuck you. Like, <laughs> and they're having this whole telepathic conversation. But because Sam still has some oh. of Jared's energy, they don't know she can hear the whole conversation. I love that. Right? I thought you would. I love I it. I feel like this book has a lot of, like, small moments that I feel like you'd just be smiling to I want to read years. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they don't realize that Sam can hear their chat and that she still has some of um, Jared's energy. So she just starts, like, singing. <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> I love it so much. <clears throat> so... Sam goes to meet with Antonio. Um, bestower is what his power is called. So he can bestow gifts onto other people. And so he's like, hey, do I think my life was threatened? 
From Victor? No, because my guards were right there and would have done something. But I really appreciate you stepping in. Do you want an extra gift? <laughs> Love the energy, kid. Right? It's very much how it played out. And so she's like, fuck yeah, I'll take an extra gift. That sounds great. So they do whatever the process is. I don't know. Maybe it was the hand-holding, putting foreheads together again. I don't really remember any of this shit. <laughs> More pinky promises. More pinky promises. More foot fives in the transition of power. <laughs> um, and so they're like, she's like, what, what's my gift? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I give your, essentially, like, I give your body another gift and your body manifest it. And we won't know what it is for a little bit. Like, it'll manifest when it's ready. But then as she's leaving, he's like, hey. By the way, when the attack happens, I want you co-leading the squad with Jared. Like, you are indeed the co-commander. This is y'all's squad. Um, Sam then has, like, a really great training session with all of the dudes. They all show up because they realized they were all schmucks, and she was actually very helpful and is, like, helping them kind of, like, rein in and, like, suck in their excess energy and... Right, hone their gifts. Yes, 1,000%. Um, which is, that is cool. That I'm like, okay, so she can like take their energy, but then also she knows the full potential of their energy. Yeah. So, and like there's a lot of like, no, it's not like, it's not like being a human. This is a supernatural gift. It right. does not work the same way. Right. And honestly, I skipped over all of it because like there's like 10 dudes in the squad and there's a lot of like, and here's two paragraphs of what she did for every single dude in the squad. I was mm. like, we don't need to know. Yeah. I was like, like we- it's nice, but we don't need to know. I'm like, yeah, do we care? Or like in the battles that happen like throughout the book, I'm like, yeah, no, we we get it. Which I do think like, like honestly, I think my husband would maybe read this book and enjoy it. Mm. Like from like that side of it. Right. I think you and I reading this book are like, no, we we got it. Yeah, we, we, we can move I on. I get the gist. Yes. <laughs> um, so Sam is, like, keeping her distance from Jared. It almost feels like a little, like, montage, if you will, of, like, mm. they're working on training. She's keeping her distance from Jared. Her and um, Evan are becoming good friends. And Joy is, like, always showing up at their office and, like, sitting on Jared's lap and, like, making a lot of claims and, like, Evan will show up just to, like, say hi to his brother and hang with Sam kind of energy. And, like, Joy even, like, brings the other two consorts one day. And, like, Sam's just sitting at her desk. Yeah. Got it. So then we switch to, like, Jared's perspective where he's just kind of processing everything. And he's like, so, I may have overreacted during that conversation with Sam. Yeah. Now yeah. that I think about now it. Now that I've had some time in distance and I'm a little emotionally removed from it, I recognize that maybe I overreacted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's also like, will I apologize? No, because pride. <laughs> it's like, you're like, oh, I was so proud of you for a minute. And then. We got halfway there. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then you, you killed it, my guy. So instead of like apologizing and mending fences, he just broods and like watches her become friends with his brother um and it like that it's just kind of as i said like a little montage of like time passing 
while these relationships develop and kind of don't develop. Um, Evan shows up to their office and is like, hey, Sam, can I watch your squad as they're training? Like, I want, I'd love to see how they're doing. I'd love to see what, how you're working with them, what you're doing. Um, he's like, but also, it seems like they've started playing pranks on my squad. <laughs> and and I, I, I love more context and details. And like, What kind of pranks? I think like harmless things like, I don't know, one of the dudes, um, <laughs> when Sam is helping them, what, like this is not like necessarily plot pertinent, but when Sam is helping them in like the scene where it's like multiple paragraphs about each of them, there's one dude who can do like a few like animal behavior imitations. Hmm. Like he can like turn into a sea cucumber. Oh. He can, hmm. but one of them is that he can release a skunk musk. Nice. That all the dudes are like, ha, 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 ha. And she's like, spray them. And he's like, it smells really bad. And, <laughs> I, and they're all laughing at me. And she's like, fucking spray them. You spray them now, they'll never laugh at you again. Make them fear your power. <laughs> it's like kind of <laughs> So he like stink bombs this other squad, basically. He's, he's stink bombs. <laughs> Is that the Stink bombs, stink bomb bombs. Stink. Stink. He stink, stink bombs, stink bombed. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, she made him do it to his own squad. Right, but, but I'm I, saying, like, like, but yes, I imagine that it's like those sorts of things, or like t- taking their senses away, or right things like that. So, um, she's like, yeah, you can come watch my squad on. The one condition that I can borrow your squad for a, a sparring session in the near future. And he's like, all right, yeah, like that sounds good. And it's probably helpful for everyone because their squad, her squad is also the newest. So she, I think Evan's like, but how are they all so good at controlling their powers that they are pranking my team with their right. powers? Um, so Jared like watches this interaction, decides he's he's like, yeah, I'm actually gonna watch watch you with him today as well because it seems like it almost seems like a Jared trains him in the morning, she trains him in the afternoon, sort of thing, right? Or whatever the vampire nocturnal equivalent is of that. Twilight so, and dawn. Yeah, the word dusk. Get- <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say dusk gets used a lot, but that was hard. Dusk get dusk get. I was like, "Are you trying trying to say like the name of a town in Alabama right now? What the fuck, the name of a swamp in Florida?" I was thinking more lake in the Midwest. <laughs> Fair enough. Duskigan. Um. No, it's, it's a lot of, like, I'll do that at dusk kind right, of thing. Right, So they have this, like, super successful training session. Evan is really impressed. Jared is gone. Like, she looks over, like, one, once the whole training is over, and he's gone. But she's like, okay, well, haven't gotten any feedback from him about our squad, but seems whatever. So, um... Like, Evan and Sam start kind of having a conversation about Jared, and Sam tells Evan that Jared asked her to be in his consort. And um, Evan, like, tells Sam, like, I think he really likes you and has never had real feelings before and doesn't know 
like Loki doesn't know what to do with that. Like right. he's all he knows is like physical relationships with women and he's never actually like cared. Not that I think Jared has the wherewithal to be able to recognize that that's what that is for Sam. Right. Like he's like, I don't think he knows what to do if he likes someone more than physically. Um, and, um, we also learn that like, cause Evan hasn't like, doesn't flirt with anyone is pretty, pretty self-contained. Like he doesn't have a consort or anything of that capacity. And then Evan actually tells Sam why he doesn't flirt or have a consort. And he's like, yeah, he's like, did they, did they ever offer if you wanted to see a vision from Luther? And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, I did. Made no fucking sense. <laughs> and Evan's like, okay, well, in my vision, there was a girl that he was, like, clearly romantically attached to. Um, and he's like, it would feel like cheating. Like, I haven't met her yet, but it would feel Aww. like cheating. And, like, I don't want to, like, do anything or, like, jeopardize anything. But then he was like, yeah, I was starting to, like, lose hope because I this vision hasn't come to fruition. He's like, but I got really excited when you got here. And she's like, why is that? And he's like, because you were in the vision. Like, you weren't the girl, but you were in the vision. Oh. And he's like, yeah, I, like, loved you like a sister <laughs> in the vision. And she's like, and I love you like a brother, Evan. So they just have this. So she's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I, like, well, and I don't think so because, like, they've been – They've been building this friendship this whole time, right. and there's never been a romantic. Well, that's what I'm situation. saying. Was she like, "Oh God, did I misread?" Like, no, oh, okay. I don't. I don't think it was that. I think it was okay. just like she was like trying to like figure out his vision. Gotcha. Where I think, and I could be slightly misremembering this, but I think it was like, yeah, um, like you, like it was Jared was in it, Sam was in it, and they brought this other girl to like in like they're in the forest. The forest. The forest. Um, and so, but he's like, I he, like in his vision, which I'm like, yeah, I guess if you're like, I don't know who either of these girls are. I know I really care about one like a sister and I'm want to fuck the other one. Haven't met either of them. And then like, <laughs> then the one that is like your sister finally shows up and you're like, oh, hey, let's be besties. Right. <laughs> like, I already know how I feel about you. Yeah. Catch up. <laughs> We're going to be great friends. And so, um, but yeah, I was laughing that he was like, and I cared for you like, a, I care for you like a sister. <laughs> um, and then Evan also tells Sam, he's like, listen, I love my brother, but I'm rooting for Max. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to root for my brother if he's not going to pull his head out of his ass and wants you to be in his consort. I'm going to like root for the dude that's actually going to treat you well. I'm rooting for Max, not my own twin brother. <laughs> God damn. Evan says, I am team Sam, frankly. Yeah. And is if, it my twin? Who gives a shit? Right. If Jared's not on board to also be on team Sam, then he can fuck right off. Yes. I love it. <laughs> um, so it's later that night, the next morning. I don't know. Once again, they're nocturnal. I haven't figured out <laughs> the pattern. <laughs> Um, but the squad knocks on Sam's door. She opens it. The whole squad is there. And they're like, we had a great sparring, a great training today. We're all going out to celebrate. 
you're coming to the club with us. And she's like, am I? And they're like, we'll carry you out over our shoulder. And she's like, okay, I'll go to the club. And then she's like, honestly, I said yes, because I wasn't wearing underwear under my nightgown. And I know they'd like throw me (laughs) over their shoulder. (laughs) Oh, so she's like, yeah, sure. I'll go. Let me get changed. Um, Like Max is all over her at the club. Mm. Very much like claiming his territory a little bit. We're like, some of the other dudes in the squad are kind of like, hey, he's super drunk. Why don't you come help me, Max? Like, <laughs> giving her a little bit of space. Right. And then Evan comes up to Sam and is like, hey. Also, historically, it's like a, a males only club. Like, it doesn't sound like a strip club. Like, not like, there's not like female vampires that they're all objectifying. It just sounds like a, a dude club. Mm. Maybe that's, I guess. A club for dudes. And they all play Dungeons and Dragons. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, um, I'm into the quintuple D's, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a lovely life. I'd be into it. Right? Um, So at the club, Evan is like, hey, girl. Jared just got here. And he is putting out some unhappy energy. And she, like, looks over and, like, Jared's, like, looking at her. And she's like, hello. I don't, I was having a good night. What the fuck? I don't want to ruin this. And Evan's like, go clear the air with him. This has all been, like, building up. And Sam's like, it's not my fault that Antonio wants us to, like, co-lead the squad. I didn't take this from him. It's not my fault. I'm also good at my job. Like, Right. I'm not here to protect his feelings. I'm here to do a job. Yes. So she's like, all right. So she's like, I'll go up to the bar, but I'm not like starting this. So like she walks up and then she's like, and as I knew he would, Jared approached. It's <laughs> like kind of. She's like, that's right, bitch. Yes. Come to me. And so <laughs> they end up having a heart to heart about Antonio wanting them to co-lead. And after that, Jared's like, hey, Sam, I need to ask you for a favor. She's like, okay. And he's like, don't lead my brother on. And she's like, what? I'm not leading Evan on. And, and he's like, my brother's a really good guy. And, like, I don't want him. Like, like I don't, I don't, like, don't, don't start anything you can't finish kind of energy. And she's like, yeah, maybe you should spend more time with your brother. And right. he's like, I know my fucking brother. And she's like, do you? Okay. Yeah. I hear it. I, I hear you. I won't lead your brother on. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> aye, Captain. Yep. She's like, great talk. So Sam wants to get tipsy. And this is where we find out about, like, the human element where, like, you have to drink from a human. And when the the human walks up, he's like, oh, fuck, you're a Svente. And you're like... In my head, I was like, why does this matter? Apparently, there's something in this Svente vampire saliva that if they, like, suck on you for more than 10 seconds, you will cream your pants. <laughs> I mean, I knew where we were going. <laughs> but for some reason, your choice of verbiage <laughs> took it to a different place. That was my goal. I was going to say, we'll make you orgasm. And then I was like... 
That's what I was ready for. Yeah, but then I was like, no, because I think in most of these situations, they're at the club. And so she's like, yeah, he tasted great. I didn't want to embarrass the poor kid. <laughs> so like, I didn't, I didn't drink for more than 10 seconds from him kind of energy. Um, so Sam gets sufficiently tipsy. Also, I think somewhere in this, like, Evan makes a comment about, like, he's, like, about her being his kid's sister or something. And then, like, the look on Jared's face is, like, maybe I don't know everything. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm an arrogant dickhead. Yes. And then all of the dudes, like, Fletcher's there with his boyfriend, Norm. All of the dudes are standing around watching this human, like, love being bit by a spente. And they're, like... Do you want to bite us? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, so is it only for humans that they... No, but the other ones can't get her drunk. Right. It could taste good and feel good. But yeah, it's like, she's like, no, I'm good. But (laughs) thank you. Um, So then suddenly Sam looks across the club and sees a dude that she knew from back in London. They make eye contact. He throws a fireball at her and like takes off. And so she's like... Fuck that noise. And so she like chases out of the club after this dude. And they have this whole confrontation. We find out his name is Clark. He's from London and he betrayed someone named Bryce that you can tell she was super close to. We don't know like mm. all of the details and they're arguing. Um, Sam challenges Clark to a duel. And then he completely bitches out. So she just kills him. <laughs> She's like, if we were going to duel, I was going to kill you. Since we're not going to duel, I'm still going to kill you. Well, it almost seemed like a pump fake sort of situation where he was like, yeah. And then he just like tried to throw another fireball and ran. And she's like, no, this is not what we are doing. Um, So then she starts to have a panic attack after this. Like it's clearly brought up some really traumatic memories. And Jared is like helping her out of the stupor. Max is trying to as well. And Jared's a little bit like. Back the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. give us some space. She's clearly, like, not fully here. When she, like, is kind of coming to and out of the panic attack a little bit more, she, like, curls up, like, in Jared's chest. And he's like, do you want to get out? Like, do you want me to take you out of here? And she's like, yes. Yes, please. So he teleports her to her apartment for privacy. And then she tells him that Bryce was her boyfriend and Victor, her sire, killed Bryce right in front of her. Oh. Yes. And he was like, oh, shit. Like, I knew there was probably a story there, but didn't know what it was. And so she tells him, like, she was turned, like, three years ago. She'd been dating Bryce, but hadn't. I don't think she knew he was a vampire, but she'd been dating Bryce. And then Victor saw her with Bryce one night and was like, I would like to take her for my consort. And Bryce was like, no, no, that's not that's not gonna be how this works. And then they were out at a club and she got attacked that night. And then it was like, oh, we can turn you to like save your life kind of energy. And she was mm-hmm. like, I think Victor planned the attack right. to be able to do that. Um they tried to leave, like her and Bryce tried to leave, and then Clark sold them out, and then Victor killed Bryce, and then she tried to leave again years. A year late. I don't know the exact timeline. Um, and then Victor was like, for every day you're gone, I'm going to kill a human. And someone, like, found her. Somehow she ended up, like, coming back. I don't know if it was by choice. Um, and there's, like, a 
pile of bodies of like children kind of energy. And so she was like, I never tried to leave after that. So then when Sebastian showed up and was like, you can get out from under your sire if you want to come. And so like realizing why being in the squad is so important to her, Mm -hmm. having autonomy is so important to her, all that good stuff. Um, As this conversation is happening, Max tries to like stop by and knock on her door and they just like don't answer and don't pay attention. Or Max. Yes. Then Sam like tries to start something with Jared and Jared is like, not like this. (laughs) And you're like, oh, a moment of personal growth. Let's all (laughs) take a moment of silence for Jared's personal growth here. And then he teleports away. Okay. In my head, he teleports like a frolicking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He just like frolics away. Like with 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 like upturned hands and like a little little like kick to the side as he goes. Yeah. <laughs> like he like like he's running on the balls of his feet. <laughs> got his, it. With his heels up, you know. Got it. Got it. Um. So the next day, Antonio asked to speak with Sam, and she's like, "I'm about to get fired for killing Clark." And then Antonio's like, "I heard he started it." But maybe don't do it again. <laughs> and you're like, thanks, Uncle Antonio. Right. We love this energy. Um, then, I yeah, I think Jared had showed up at this point as well for this conversation. Um, and then Antonio tells her that there's an event tomorrow night and he wants her to go with Jared. Um to keep an eye on things, meet all, it's like a high, like a, this high master tur- like throws like an annual party sort of deal. That's like super highbrow. Um, and he wants her to keep an eye on things and kind of be there like as a bodyguard and backup for Jared. Um, and to like pose as like his consort kind of deal. Cause that's as normal. Jared's or Antonio's? As Jared's. Okay. Antonio's like, Hey, tomorrow night there's this party. I want you to go as Jared's bodyguard, kind of hiding under the cloak of being his consort. Got it. And Jared is not happy about this and is like, I can protect myself. And Sam gets like super butthurt and is like, so I'm, I'm good enough to want to sleep with, but I'm not good enough to like want to like. Actually take me out yes. and like be a team. And so she's super upset. Um, and she's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm, I'm not putting my energy into this. I'm, I'm going to give Max a chance. He's a good guy. I'm not doing this shit anymore. Um, and then like Jared, it's like, maybe I fucked up my communication, but he's like, I just like, don't want her to get hurt. Like, I like, like once again, not being able to articulate that he cares about her. So Jared goes into their office to talk to Sam about Antonio's request and Sam isn't there. And he's like, Fletcher, where's Sam at? And Fletcher's like, yeah, um. Who? So, like, she's at lunch with Max. Uh-oh. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I said good day, sir. I said good day. Um. Also, have you seen, like, all of, like, TikTok blowing up about, like, Demi Lovato's new song and then, like, being, like, supposedly, like, groomed by Will- William Valderrama? Wilmer, not Wolf. Wh- Wilmer? What? Not Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> it's close enough. Yes. Very intrigued by all that. Because then people are like, yeah, then when he was like 20, he dated a, 
a 17 year old. I was like, yeah, but it was like, mm, or, that still like, counts in the Romeo and Juliet laws. Right. Like, it's not- or, like it was like she was 16 and he was 20. And I'm like, it was also Lindsay Lohan at like the, the height of her fame. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like it's not like, I really want more details about all of this. Cause I do agree. 18 to 29 is a really big age gap. Yeah. Not disputing that by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm like, I don't think all of, like, they're like, yeah, look at him grooming all of these girls. And I'm like, I just Did want he? more detail. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, was, was there some level at some, sure, maybe, I don't know. Maybe by the time this airs, we'll have more information and we can say, big yikes there, buddy. Get prosecuted <laughs> or not. We'll find out. That's, hopefully. That feels like the classier get fucked. <laughs> get prosecuted. <laughs> yes. Um. Yes. So Jared goes to talk to Sam. She's not there. Fletcher's like, yeah, she's out at lunch with Max. I'm going to go back to my desk now. So Jared decides he's going to go to the training session to observe. And he like never goes to watch Sam with the squad. Um, but he goes to observe and is feeling like very territorial and very possessive and like very much viewing like, no, Sam is mine. We have a very special bond. Max can fuck right off. Um, he watches the whole training. Then afterwards, hears Max ask Sam to dinner as well. He's like, I know we just went to lunch and then had training. Want to go to dinner? <laughs> and as soon as he, like, hears it, he, like, bolts from the observation box and is like, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> Hello. Yes. I- I've been down here the whole time. And Sam's like, yes, I will go to dinner with you. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Just, like, pretending Jared's not there. Yeah, just like, yeah, no, this isn't what we're doing. Um, So then that night before the date, Max stops by Jared's place and is like, back off of Sam. Leave her alone. And Jared is like, thank you, I will not. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I'm not going to do that. Um, And then, like, throws it in Max's face, like, all of, like, these personal details he knows about Sam um, that they've kissed, and Max is realizing maybe, maybe Sam, like, I don't mean this in, like, a trashy way, but, like, maybe Sam is not the sure thing for him right. that he thought. And, like, like, oh, Jared knows a lot about her that I don't, and I haven't kissed her yet, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, cut to Sam and Max's date. Max is in a fucking mood, and Sam is like... What's this shit? Like, this is right. not what I signed up for. I'm having to carry on this conversation. This is not fun. Was it not two hours ago that you asked me to do this shit? <laughs> yes. And now you're being a little bitch? So much so. And so then Jared had, a, like, when, like, Max left and, like, they were having that whole thing, Jared's like, their dinner plans will not be ongoing. Like, <laughs> I am interrupting these. So Jared... Shows up to the restaurant and is like, hey, yes, yeah, so sorry. Like, I need Sam to prepare for the high master party tomorrow night that you're not invited to, Max. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Yeah. And because the date is going so poorly, Sam's like, sounds good. Take me out of here. <laughs> Let's get going. Yes. So they go through the whole roster to prepare. And they're, like, getting closer and getting flirty this whole time. Um, and Jared being the Casanova that he is, is like, I'll get rid of my consort if you want me to. I only want you. And she's like, 
I heard you don't fuck the same girl twice. And he's like, or she said, like, I heard you don't fuck the same girl twice unless she's your consort. And he's like, yeah, I don't, but they aren't you. Like, you're not a part of that. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm, I think I like really actually like you. Um, and he's like, yeah, if you tell him, if you say you're like, Jared is essentially like, if you tell me to get rid of them, I will. And she's like, get rid of them and I'll tell you I want you. But like, I'm not. Right. This isn't, that's not how we're going to do this. And Jared is like, bet. Okay. Yeah. I will absolutely get rid of my consort. And then you will tell me you want me. Look at me go. (laughs) So he's like, by the time I pick you up for tomorrow night's party, I won't have a consort. And then we're going to (laughs) smash. Like, It's all very endearing. This like whole thing. Um, So Jared drops him off at her place. They're like prepared. She knows all of like the high master's names, kind of like who's team Antonio, who they might need to watch out for and get a pulse on all that good stuff. Um, After Jared drops her off at his, at her place, he goes and immediately dumps his consort. Nice. And he's like, you have a week to find alternative accommodations for housing. A week? I don't imagine the hollow's that big. I mean, I guess. But if you haven't had a job outside of fucking Jared this whole time. Right. right? That's what I'm saying. We have to find a whole new right con- consortium. I don't know what it would be. <laughs> consortium. Connoisseur. I don't know what the fuck it would be. My dad used to call um, when two people lived together who were not married. He would call their home a fornicatorium. <laughs> Which is hilarious and judgmental and hilarious. So as Jared is like walking back to his place um, after dumping his whole consort, he feels a tap on his shoulder and turns around and it's Sam standing there. Um, And then he realizes it's Joy Uh, physically. And she's like, is this what you want? And he's like, you have no shame. (laughs) Do not. So like, look at him. Personal progress. It's now the night of the party. Sam is looking fantastic. Once again, worth noting, everyone looks down on Svente's and like, so like having a Svente as your consort, people do it, but like not publicly, not openly. Mm. It's kind of like you're slumming it. Right. But then also like she's super hot. And so she's like, people are going to ask if you have exclusive rights to me. And he's like, no one's going to ask that. And she's like, watch. Yes. And so the, as the entire night goes on, everyone's like, oh, it's lovely to meet your new consort. What an upgrade from the last one. Um, do you have exclusive rights? Is she open to tasting? <laughs> like, oh. And Jared is just getting, like, more and more annoyed. As, and he's like, can you believe these motherfuckers treating her like property? <laughs> and you're like, oh. Aw, more growth. Look at the personal growth. We love to see it. Um. We meet Bennington from Luther's Vision, um, who wants to overthrow the hollow, who asks Jared to sell Sam to him. Um, And if I'm also remembering correctly, Sam knew Bennington, because I think he's Highmaster over London and had Uh, um, seen her duel several times before and had tried to, like, get her off. From Victor? Yeah, get her from Victor. So is this, like... All Svente's are property or women? Women are property. 
I think just women, like I, because mm. I, I think when like Jared, if I'm remembering correctly, like when Jared went to break up with his consort, Joy was like, is it for that Svente? Like he was kind of like, mm-hmm. but, but we're chaos or chaos or like whatever, like right. it's kind of the energy. Okay. Um. So Jared's like, I will not be selling Sam to you. You can fuck right off. <laughs> um, but then as they're walking like into the dining room, a lot of, and I don't know if there's real food being served here, but a lot of the vampires are like sucking on the necks of their consorts. And so Jared's like, we got to blend. <laughs> <laughs> Take one for the team, yeah. kiddo. Yes. Love you. And so Sam's like, okay, let's her, let's Jared bite her. It's a very arousing and intimate experience. He is loving her blood. And then she definitely wants a taste, but is like, I'm the consort in this situation. Like, right. So he like gives her his finger and she like bites it, but she's like, I didn't suck on it for more than 10 seconds. So he wouldn't cream his pants at this, <laughs> at this party. Um, but it's like a super arousing experience. So they are like, we're going to leave this party now. Okay, bye. They go back to the hollow. They finally bone. He. What a buildup. Right? It's been a long buildup to get mm-hmm. here. He zaps her cuckoo with some electricity <laughs> from his telekinesis. That feels really, really good. She loves the electric cuckoo. <laughs> We're into electroplay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, Mm. And then, like, afterwards, he, like, tells her about, like, Joy's proposal. Because Joy was like, no, I'll, I'll be Sam. And then, like, you can still have other people. And, and he's like, no, but I don't want that. Like, that's the whole. Right. That's I the want whole situation. actual Sam. Yeah. So the next day, next morning, next night, once again, I don't know. Um, Matt, like, there's a knock on Sam's door. She opens it. Max is standing there, wanted to check on her and, like, kind of, like, clear the air. Jared very much makes sure he is in the kitchen drinking one of those NSTs. And I was like, oh, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> Hello. G- good to see you here. Um, and Max is unhappy. So at training, um, Sam is teaming everyone up. And by, like, complimentary powers are like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to put you with this person because y'all will do well in battle together with the way your powers work. But Max doesn't like his partner. And so he's like loudly like, are you did are you only matching me with him because you fucked Jared last night? And she's classy. like, yeah, real, real classy. And you're like, oh, no, Maxie. Don't do that. Don't don't do this. And so she like professionally puts him in his place as the commander. Um, but then like after the drill is like, hey. Meet me in my office in 15 minutes. If you don't show up, I'll assume you no longer want to be on the squad, but we're not doing this. Right. Um, So switch to Jared's point of view. He is on his way to the office, and when he walks in, he finds Sam climbing Max like a fucking tree. Yes, exactly. And you're Uh like, wait, what? And then he realizes he's like, he's like, wait, from like the connection I have with Sam, she's not here. And he's like, it doesn't smell like her in here. He's like, it's joy. It is 100% nice. joy. Fucking Nancy. <laughs> yeah. And 
So then, like, Sam walks into this whole scene of Jared standing there watching herself (laughs) wrapped around Max. And then Joy, like, switches back um, and is like, I bet he called you baby, and I bet he zapped your coot. Like, (laughs) my word's not hers. Right. But Um, that's the gist. I get it. But, like, very much like a, you ain't special. (laughs) And... Sam's like, I need you to get the fuck out of my office and is like, and leave my jacket. I'm so annoyed you put on my jacket. So like, that's what you, you don't actually smell like me. You put on my jacket that smelled like me to trick everyone. Mm -hmm. And so when Joy goes to leave, this hoe decides it's a good idea to try and attack Sam. Like goes to like scratch and swipe her face. Mm. So Sam. Very chick fight move. So much so. What you would expect of like, what sounds like a 90-pound twig of a human. Right. Um, so Sam lunges at her. Then we discover Sam's new power because she accidentally merges bodies with Joy. And she was like, oh, it feels squishy, but I also feel powerful. Oh. Yes. And so she's like, oh, okay. This is weird. But they're like, okay. You, like, Jared's like, hey, Sam. Let her out. Take a deep breath. Everything's fine. You gotta unmerge. (laughs) (laughs) You you gotta let her out now, buddy. (laughs) And she's like, weird new power. Um, Also, this is, once again, not typically a Svente power. Got it. So they manage, she manages to unmerge. And I'm like, that's good. It didn't take you long to figure it out. How traumatic would that be? Yes. So Antonio had called a meeting. Um... And Sam had told Jared, she's like, hey, when Antonio comes in telepathically, like, tell him and Luther, like, I, I know what my power is. Don't tell him what it is. I want to surprise him with it. But, like, let him know. So there are several high masters who are at this meeting who are all there because, um, like, Bennington is, like, getting more vocal about trying to get followers and trying to get people to overthrow the hollow with him. And these are all people who, like, back Antonio and but they're all like, "Oh, you brought your consort to the meeting." And he and she's like, "Co-commander. Thank you. I'm no longer <laughs> pretending to be a fucking consort. Right. I will have the respect I deserve." Um all of them are shocked by this. They're like, "What? Look at her go." Oh my god. So, while they're discussing the tactical arrangements, um Sam and Jared are like or like in the tactical arrangements, they're like, yeah, your squad is going to be, like, at the front on, like, at the edge of the forest, like, and Jared is like, I don't want Sam there. Like, and so then Sam, like, loses her shit and is, like, so pissed off at Jared about this and is like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was channeling you because I wrote, she's big mad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and shuts him out. Um, and she's like, I'm good enough to shag, but he doesn't trust my ability to lead the team. Like, I can't even believe this. And he's like, I, like, he realizes what he said and, like, tries to telepathically communicate. And she just, like, shuts him out. And she's like, absolutely right. not. We're not doing this. So Sam goes to meet with the big three, as I call them, Antonio, Sebastian, Luther. Um, and they're like, we're so sorry. We thought, we thought Jared would get his shit together by now. <laughs> we, right. Um. But they, like, tell her about, like, or she tells them about her new power, and they're all like, what? That's also not a common power. Like, this is crazy. 
And then they're like, also, maybe don't experiment with it in the battle because right. we need to win and you don't know how to control that power yet. So let's right. not Let's do not that. play. Yes. Um, switch to Jared's perspective. Jared has 100% realized he fucked up and he's like, I don't want her on the front lines because I fucking love her. Then he's like, oh. I love oh, her. I love her. <laughs> Cute. Right. Bless his little heart. I told you, it's definitely more spicy. Like, yeah. But it's very endearing. Um, and so he goes to track her down in the arena. Like, well, he goes like to the office. She's not there. He goes to her apartment. She's not there. And then he's like, tries to sense her because they kind of have this connection. And he's like, oh. So he like teleports to the arena. And she's like, I've been waiting for you to show up and like takes her whip out. It's <laughs> <And is> like, <laughs> so glad you could join me, bitch. Yes. Um, and Jared is like trying to stay calm and like, let's talk about this. And she's like, I should have listened to Max. I should have fucked him instead. Ooh. And then Jared's like, okay, I'm no longer calm. Like, <laughs> this is no longer cool. And so he, like, goes with, like, his vampire speed and, like, grabs her. And he's like, I don't want you on the front lines because I care about you. And I don't want anything to happen to you. Not because I don't trust your ability, you dumb, like, you, you, big, you big lush. I don't know my words. <laughs> you big dumb, dumb idiot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he zaps her nips and her coot coot with his electricity. And then she gives in and they bone. Nips and tips. <laughs> Nips and tips. Um, and then they bone on the arena floor. Well, that and sounds uncomfortable, but okay. Yeah, it sounds very hard. Um, That's what she said. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. If you did it right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing it right. Um, and then from there, they tell the squad that they are defending the front lines. And the squad's like, oh, shit. Like, we've been cocky, but like... <laughs> Like, we're proud to be on the front lines, but we're nervous to be on the front lines, but we're proud to be on the front line. But also, ah. Yes. So the battle starts, and they're doing well, and it seems to be like, here's one small group that they all kind of pick off. Like, here's a slightly larger group that they all pick off. Um, And then more and more numbers start coming in, and they're realizing, like, they are outmatched numbers-wise. Bennington shows up tries to take Sam and he's like, you didn't think I was leaving without you. Did you like sell, sell you to me or not? You're mine. You're mine. And you're coming Mm -hmm. with me. And Jared shows up and he's like, no, she's mine. And like, like calling claim like that. They're like, Oh, that's a huge deal. That's not like a casual statement. Like that's like, this person is mine. I will fight you. And anyone who backs me can also fight you. Right. For this person. They are not yours. Um, and so I don't, I honestly don't fully remember what happens here. I think Bennington dies. Sure. Yeah. There's a fight. My notes just say, Benny boy gets nervy. <laughs> <laughs> you really did channel me when you did, I did. these notes. I did. Um. And so then, like, the battle continues to go on. People don't necessarily realize Bennington is unalived at this point. And as more and more people get there, Sam is like, I know what to do. So she merges with Jared. And Jared's like, no, 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 don't do that. (laughs) And she's like, I'm so powerful. 
and I feel a little squishy from having someone else inside. So, like, this was her, like, vision from right. the start. Um, and, like, because it's her power, Jared can't unmerge them. Like, he's very aware, but he can't unmerge them. <laughs> and so she turns into fucking Storm from X-Men <laughs> and, like, uses the telekinesis, uses all of the energy, creates this, like, energy tornado that just starts... Picking all of the opposing vampires up. She makes a, like, vampy tornado. (laughs) Instead of Sharknado, it's Vampnado. It's Vampnado (laughs) up in here. There's a vampire tornado Mm. that then she, like, electrocutes. And it just, like, all of them are gone. Um, Are there other details in this? Sure. Do we need them? Probably not. So... That this takes like all of her energy, the moment's done. They've they've essentially won the battle because she turned into Storm from X-Men. And so, but she's like depleted all of her energy. Mm. So when she's no longer floating and killing everyone, um, she passes out, which like automatically unmerges them. Got it. Um also worth noting, going back just as a as an aside, one of the high masters consorts is the girl from Evan's vision. Oh, no. No, it's a good thing, because I mean, oh, she's there. Yay. And her power is she can talk to animals. Fun. Yes. Very so, Dr. Doolittle. Yes. So they put her with Evan's team in the forest because ah. so she can communicate with the animals and give everyone heads up. And, and he's like, hey. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I think Evan was injured and, like, Jared, like, teleported him and, like, hit his body at one point. Um, Jared and everyone gathers around her now that the battle's essentially over because she, like, killed everyone. Um, And then they, like, I don't know, at some point they go get Jared. Not Jared, Evan. Evan. Evan's vision comes to fruition at some point as well. It's really the gist of this. Do I remember exactly how it happened? Absolutely not. It comes to fruition. We got it. Um, But then... After Evan's vision comes to fruition, like, Sam and Jared are talking, and she's like, hey, so, like, not to be weird, but when we merged, I could feel all of your feelings. So you love me. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah. Aw. And then that's the end. That's the whole book. That's nice. It really, it really was. It's just, like, a sweet book. I think I realized. So I'm thinking about the um, rating scale, and I feel like it should be, like, volts. There's a lot of electrocuting. Electrocuting. (laughs) 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 I mean, that was accurate. That's not what I meant to say. Wait, we talked to... What celebrity were we referencing? Oh, Tom Petty's. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How many Tom Petty's? Versus Tom Reasonable. Tom Petty, for sure. How many Tom Petties are we rating this? <laughs> that, that's my rating system. Okay, take it. I like it. I'm going to rate it like 8 out of 10. Okay. 4 out of 5. It's a really endearing, it's a really great comfort read, mm-hmm. I think. Like, it's a very... I can see that. Yes. It's super endearing. It's not one of the, like... Do you maybe lose it for a minute in the sex scenes with the zapping coot coots? Sure. But, like, as a whole, you're like, oh, this is just, like, 
like you like all of the side characters. You're yeah. rooting for everyone. There's nothing like even though it's vampires, I feel like there's books we read about humans all the time that I'm like, the fuck is even happening? In this one, I'm like, I could believe this. Right. Right. Even in a make-believe world. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go four out of five. Four out of five Tom Petties. Four out of five Tom Petties. Cool. And see, I feel like this is one that, like, you may actually still read. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, I feel like— Because it sounds like a nice book when, like, the week has been stressful. I don't need anything challenging. I don't want to be, like, distraught (laughs) over what I'm reading. Like, it's not too dark. And you're like, but it's also not just, like— And no offense to L. Kennedy. We do love you, L. Kennedy. We do. But it's not like, oh, here's just another L. Kennedy— College sports romance. Yes. And so I think it's, like, just different enough, but then, like, you like every, like, you, like, you find yourself smiling. When yeah. You, like, I'd probably honestly say, like, 4.5. Hmm. No, maybe. That is generous. <laughs> I feel like we just, like, don't rate books. We uh, don't. We've never given any, we've never been, like, this, this shit's a 5 out of 5. Right. Never. No. No. Takes a lot. It to, does. Like, to, we're, to we're get picky that. people. Yeah, but I'd say like four, four point five, depending on when I've read it. I think I've read it. I think I've read it twice. The top half or the bottom half of Tom Petty, or is it a left versus right situation? <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna make that a ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so nine out of ten. Tom nine, Petty. Yeah, nine out of ten. Eight or nine out of ten. Tom Petty's. Choose your own num- high-value number of Toms. Noted. So I like it. Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm, a, I'm excited to, like, get a text from you because I feel like you'll be like, yeah, that really was a nice, comforting book. Yeah. I'm yeah. about to finish a series right now. I'm, like, ah, so close to the end of the final book, and I was wondering what I was going to read next. It'll probably be this. You're welcome. Thanks, buddy. It's on Kindle Unlimited. Nice. Even better. All right. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being on the journey. We love you. We care about you. Appreciate y'all. Let us know how many Tom Petties you'd rate it. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this week's Mud Sluts. We hope it was good for you because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.